This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, hey, Al, what do you say, man? What's going on? Jerry, did you get your uh, cavities filled yesterday or that happens today? No, I had that done yesterday. You had it done yesterday. It was your first fillings in many years. I have, yeah, so I had, I actually had three cavities, three, three. First ones I've had since, I believe, right after I got married. Were you surprised? Like, why all of a sudden did three pop up? Were you eating well, Swedish fish? Uh, well, I always have those once you do. in a while. Not every day. Those once will in a go, while. Those will eat right through your teeth. Yeah, those are, I would say, once a God. Once a quarter, like four uh, yeah, times a year, say or once, three times yeah, a year, yeah, something like times? that. I don't eat them often, but okay. I love. It. I do like them. Probably my favorite candy, actually, but I don't eat it often at all. Um, so I've gotten into this bad habit the last ten years, I would say, of not going to the dentist every year. Oh, is that right? Because I never, I don't have issues with my teeth. Because you got cocky, you were going there. Yes, you were getting no cavities ever, Correct. no root canals being done. Right, and you were just like, why am I even wasting my time? I have the best teeth ever. I, you know, I know I wouldn't go that far, but I would say that you just don't think of it. So what right, am I making true. the appointment for? Like, why would I go to the penis doctor if my penis doesn't hurt? You wouldn't. Exactly. So I wasn't going, and I hadn't gone in three years for a checkup. Now, I hadn't had a cavity, like I said, since around the time I got married. So I'm talking 1999, 2000. Wow. I got 20 years without a cavity. Incredible And I was run. going every year, every other year. But I hadn't gone in three, maybe even four years. So I went... And they looked, and they're like, oh, you got a couple of cats. I'm like, I do? Like, okay. I'm like, well, I don't, what do we do for that? I don't even know. So we scheduled it for yesterday. So I went in, and man, the drill, at first, my whole face was numb. And, well, my one side. And then, you know, by the time they finished the drilling, I could smell, it was like they were drilling. Oh, my God. Like you could smell your teeth cooking. being drilled. Yeah. Yes. And the dust, like a misty. It was so weird. Yeah, it, it's, it's weird that that is still how we repair teeth we take a drill could yeah. you imagine what dentistry was like even just say the 1970s no like when, i can't like when i was going to the dentist and getting like right like nowadays when i go to the dentist if i need fillings filled it's taking out the old fillings from when i was a kid right sure but when i was a kid i can't imagine what that drill you was don't like. remember huh Didn't no you, i do remember oh, like do. it being painful because my dentist used to say oh, i was just a pinhole we don't even need novocaine oof yeah. Ouch. I think I had a very aggressive dentist. I would say so. In Clark, New Jersey, I went. That was your brother-in-law. Uh, no, he's my dentist now. <laughs> uh, when I was a child, he was not my brother. He was I not my dentist. I thought maybe you introduced your sister to him. No. My mom actually introduced Oh, no kidding. How about this? My So my sister and my brother 
in law. He's a dentist. They've been married over 20 something years. Right. But he was a dentist at the dental clinic in JFK Hospital when my mother was like though she ran the office, the oh, dental no clinic kidding. office. And my sister was engaged. Wow. And she used to come in to meet my mom for lunch. Mm-hmm. And uh he he who's like, oh, introduce me to your daughter. And she's like, oh, well, she's engaged. But yeah. You're kidding me. That's right. Wow. My sister was engaged, yeah. She was engaged to a guy that was a very nice guy, but they were complete opposites. That was never going to... You don't think it would have worked? No, because he was like a woodsman type. Okay. And she's bougie. Got it. She likes the beach. She likes the forest. Yeah, like he wanted to go hiking. Right. He would wear sweatpants and work boots uh, and, and that's flannel. That is not her. She was looking for a rich guy. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm she was joking. looking for a non like go in the woods and camp guy. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, I understand. But I think that that whole meeting was uh, uh, by chance. Isn't that something? Yeah, crazy, right? Think of how life would have changed. Yeah. Had she gotten married to the other guy. I remember. Because your life changes too then. Right. And I remember she had tickets to the Michael Jackson concert. And she had an extra ticket. And she, and then, so he got word of that. And he kept telling my mother, I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. Which he, I'm sure he wasn't. It was she just didn't a, bring him, did she? Well, it was all her girlfriends. Oh, okay. And then they had an extra ticket. One of the girls dropped out. And he kept bugging, saying he loves Michael Jackson, which I'm sure he doesn't. To, to schween his way in, which worked. Time out. So she yeah. was engaged. This yes. is fascinating to me. Yes. She's engaged. Mm-hmm. She's going to a concert with her girlfriends. Right. One of the girlfriends can't go, and she takes this other rando no, but, dude. No, but it, she didn't take him. He, there was a group of girls going. I got gotcha. you. And they had an extra ticket. But they gave him the ticket. Right. The tickets were all together, meaning they were going to see each other. I think they all went as a group. Even him? I think so. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Meantime, she's engaged to some other dude. Yeah, but I guess it was probably on. It was probably. She on wanted its, it to happen on its way out. Yeah, I guess so. I'm did sure she, she keep the ring. I can't imagine. I don't think he did that. Well, I don't know. I don't know what the rules yeah. I are. think the rules are. If you, I don't. Why would you? I don't understand that ever keeping the ring. I mean, either. But I guess if did you get your ring back. Uh, well, I gave a ring. Right, so you get it back. Uh, I did. Okay. And then I sold it and gave her the money. Cuz I because I I I I was not doing the right thing. Oh, okay. I felt like she had put some money out for a wedding in my head I knew I was never Oh my gosh, I got you. going to You never saw it to, happening. I never really saw it happening. And she put out some money. Got it. So I gave her the money so she could be even. Okay. That's, Even Steven. That's nice of you. Thank you. You still talk to her at all? Uh, occasionally on like Facebook, just a, a hello. Uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah. Just very, it. very brief. All right. She's doing terrific, Jerry. As all women that I date when they move on from <laughs> they me. They leave. They just, <laughs> they're flourish. <laughs> they're just, their lives flourish, Jerry. <laughs> After they escape. They remember what it's like to go out and do things. Yeah, they like this just life flourishes again, and they meet the man of their dreams. You know, it's actually a, we never realized we can actually do something on a Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are you kidding me? <laughs> Funny. So I don't know where I was going with that, other than uh, oh, when I go to the dentist now, it's who is my brother-in-law? 
it's just to replace the old fillings. Yeah. That because I guess you know fillings aren't supposed to be meant to be in your head for you know thirty years, probably 40 not. Years. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, oh, just the the drill is like I I don't know what the technology in the drills how that has changed over the years from the like Gotta let's say be better, though. let's say if if I looked at a a dentist drill from the nineteen from nineteen seventy six right and now I'm looking at a dentist drill in twenty twenty one does it still hurt as much. Is it still as painful? I don't know. I didn't feel anything. Yeah. Not a thing. But why, the one thing they, they, they've got to be able to do with the new technology is not wee, wee, not have that noise. Oh, no. That wee, noise wee. is still there. That's what I'm saying. Like, that should be the next advancement. But I guess. To get I, rid of the sound. If you think about it, though, a drill from 19, a regular drill. Yeah. It's probably the same thing now. But you would think they could get thinner and Maybe. less painful. I don't know. I mean, but the the Novocaine is what really yes screws you up. I mean, I didn't feel my face, but I also didn't feel the procedure. Never right. and nothing hurt. I didn't even I didn't even need Advil. I brought it with me this morning. I didn't know if I was going to wake up with nothing. They drilled through my tooth. Nothing. Did your dentist try to talk to you? Be like Jerry. What happened here? Because you've gone all no. these years without a cavity. No. So it's funny because I had one dentist for my entire adult life, basically. He sold the practice, but I did not realize was still involved with the practice. So it was, you know, the doctor's name. And then all of a sudden he sold it to another company and they took it over and as they and he and it moved. Brand new facility. My wife started going there to this new doctor. She's and she's great. So she recommended me to go to her doctor. I'm like, oh, I'll go see her. Yeah, I don't even know what her name is. I've been I've seen her twice. I'm not even sure. It's just like my wife's recommendation. And I'm in there the other day, and I see my doctor. I'm like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I would have come to see you. He goes, yeah, no, people don't realize I still am doing this. Oh. But he sold it. His name's off the building. Then it moved. So I thought he retired because he's of that age. He's in his 60s. And he goes, no, nah, I kind of come in. I do two days a week for my clients. I'm like, oh, it was awkward. Yeah, like he thought you were cheating on him. Yeah, but I wasn't. I had no idea. And now I'm now I'm done. Now I'm with her. Do they have attractive? Um, they do. W- women who yeah, like a, will yes. clean your teeth and yes. things like that. Which is a very weird situation. Yeah, because they're hanging on you. Your you mouth's don't, wide open. Right. You don't <laughs> breathe in their face. Kind of gross. It's very gross. They take images. They put them up on the screen for you to look at. It's yeah. Like, whose teeth are those? Uh, yours. Oh. Right. How about how how deep. The, the teeth go the into go. your jaw. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? Yes. Who knew? Would you rather have an attractive woman yes. cleaning your teeth or not? Sure. Yeah, why not, right? Why like why what's the negative of that? I wouldn't I don't wouldn't want an attractive urologist. Right. That I don't need. That'd be weird. But as a dental hygienist, why not? A hygienist as the t- Yeah, sorry. for sure. Yeah. You want to go for the sloppy one? No, I, I would like a, a, a well-put-together. Yes. You know what I want? I just want a nice person. Same, Jerry. That's what, nice and clean. Nice, clean, health-conscious. That is it. Skilled. That's all I want, to be quite honest. Give me the most skilled. Yes. That's what I say. In every walk of life. In all walks of life, yes. Yeah, I agreed. Back when my mom was w- working in that dental clinic, it was like the, I guess that was the late 80s. Yeah. They had a female dentist and I guess there were not many back then. Right. And some people refused to go to her because she was a woman. Isn't it interesting? Yeah. When you look back, you see where we are now. 
and me and you have discussed the fact like when a female has become a coach on a team or something now we're like it's not it's not a story right because it's great like you didn't do a double take when your dentist was a female no exactly but think about the way and we really didn't grow up in this era because you were a kid i wasn't even right we just missed this we missed it but think about and forget the 1800s and early 1900s i'm talking the 1940s and 50s like how chauvinistic it was like watching like watch leave it to beaver like that's the way it was June yeah. just stayed home and vacuumed all day and made sure the clothes were clean and the beds were made and dinner was ready for Ward when he got home and Ward would come home and he'd put his shoes down and he'd sit down in his chair and be like where's my newspaper where's my dinner and newspaper That's so weird and my Rob Roy drink and the fact that some guys wouldn't do something because of the color of someone's skin right or because of the gender of someone I could you I I could not imagine living like that and and when when uh Patients didn't want to go to the female dentist. My mother used to say, don't you think she probably had to work harder and be better at her job? Yes. In order to get past that. Right. I would think so because I'm sure the ones probably passing or failing them were the egotistical, you know, men instructors. Right. So that's a good point by your mom. Jerry, I don't ever see sex or race when I look at people. Everyone is just a human to me. Everyone is just a human. I'm sure there was a song written about that somewhere. You're only human. You're supposed to make mistakes. Here's a story that was sent to me by many alert Twitter followers and podcast listeners, Jerry. And I'll read you the headline first. You'll see why it uh, came my way. Okay. I don't know if I... Might want to wait just a second. Go to the second story first, Jerry. Here's a study out now that says that uh, two-thirds, Jerry, of romantic couples start out as friends first. So friends before two thirds, two thirds. That seems like a lot. That does seem like a lot. Well, I mean, it said sixty-eight percent. They they a study from nineteen hundred adults of varied ages. Sixty-eight percent reported that their current or most recent romantic relationship began as a friendship, versus, for example, meeting someone at a party or online. Well, I was just gonna say, like, what does the other one qualify as? Yeah. Well, oh, like. I guess they're saying, like, let's say someone was setting you up on a date with someone. Sure. Or you met someone out and you found them attractive, you got their number, and you took them out on a date. And then it happened. Right. Versus you're friends with somebody. Yeah. Two years later, now you're dating. Yeah, I could see that. Okay. I could see that. So that makes a little more sense. Yeah, I would have been the, I would have been, what was it? What was the percentage? 68%. So I would have been a part of the 32%. So you and your wife were not friends first, even though you went to high school together. We were friendly. But we weren't friends. Okay. Like, we we knew of one another. Right. We went to the same high school, but with the way the lockers were set up, her last name started with G, mine was with R, so we were on complete opposite sides of the school. Um, She had a different circle of friends that I had. So, yes, our paths would cross at a party once in a while, but we really weren't friends. It wasn't until that summer going into senior year that a few of our friends completely crossed and we started hanging out together and within a couple of weeks i would say of hanging out is when we started did you pursue her or did she pursue you i would say if i'm being honest i would say a little bit of both i definitely made the first move for sure but then there was a day she showed up out of the blue at my house because she was in the neighborhood oh the old in the neighborhood and she was because she was on a run with a friend of hers and they rerouted 
And then her and the friend showed up, knocked on the door. Yes. And we're, what, looking for a water or something? What was the excuse? Just coming to to say hello. Hmm. Um, And then you knew. And we hung out on the deck outside for a couple of hours, and they left. So, Hmm. like, that to me was like, all right. She's into it. And I remember calling her that night and saying, you want to go out tomorrow? Perfect. And then we've been together ever since. Wow. Yeah. All right, Jerry. Now. It was in 1991. Now that the engineer has left the yes, room, I can do you. my other story. I'll read you the headline, Jerry, and you'll see why many alert people sent this. Al faked like he was interested in my relationship. Just no, to no, I wasn't. V- <laughs> I was definitely interested. <laughs> Illinois man nearly strangles his penis to death with rubber bands. <laughs> why? Well, this is a man. There's not a good answer for why. Yeah, this is a uh, an 81 year old guy. Oh, geez, suffering from dementia. Oh, come on. He binded his genitals with rubber bands until his penis began to rot. Oh, God, dude. A urological surgeon at Beacon Hospital in Ireland told the Daily Mail of the case, strangulation cases like this are thankfully rare. You could cut off blood flow, and that will start to kill the organ, though. How about that, Jerry? Can you imagine you're going to school to be a urologist? Yeah. What the pitfalls are of yeah. the job. Like, here's one. what you might encounter. Right. there, A person may strangle their penis. And at the same time, there are things you can't even envision that are going to happen. Right. It's That's very complicated nuts. down there. Yes, of course it is. Man. Uh, the doctor continued, an organ like the penis could probably tolerate this for a couple of hours. However, eventually the pressure becomes too great and the arteries become compressed. You ever strangle your penis? No. In theory, says the urologist, if you left it on long enough, the penis would fall off. Oh, no. But I've never seen that happen. All right, that's why he said in theory. Yeah. Jeez, that's a brutal story. Now I see why you waited for her to leave. God. In a related story, Jerry, last year... A Ukraine man had to be hospitalized after his wife fastened a chastity nut to his penis to stop him from sleeping around. Get divorced. You could do that. Like, wow. So you're saying, wake up. You're saying if you need to put a penis chastity nut on, then maybe. Let me ask you this. You've been in a relationship now for how long? Six years. Six years. Okay. If you found out. That she was cheating on you and was sleeping with another guy. Yeah. She was going to hotels. You know, you think she's going to work, and yet she's going to meet him at his home or whatever. Right. Would you get physically violent or... I'm sure you hold a grudge. That's fine. Or would you just be like, it's over. So, you know what? You you screwed this up, not me. Right. It's over. Yes. And just walk away? Yeah, I don't know. People get very enraged. I understand feeling that way. Yeah. But then there's a certain line that you cross, and I guess you're out of your mind. I just, man. Right. To do that, all you're going to do is end up in jail, as opposed to just breaking it off and starting over, because, I don't know, that is that is harsh. But then Lorena Bobbitt, right? Yeah, Lorena Bobbitt cut off Jane, John Wayne Bobbitt's and then threw it out the window. And then threw it out the window. Did she do jail time? Uh, she did. She did, yes. I would like to think if you did that, you Yes, would. she did jail time. Because I, you know, I could also see like a, you know, like a jury sympathizing, right? You know, saying she was out of her mind because of his actions. Correct. 
So I wasn't sure. I don't remember if she went yeah, to jail. Yeah, I do. I do believe she went to jail. And what was Amy Fisher's story? I don't remember her. Amy Fisher was the Long Island Lolita, they called her. She was seeing uh, Joey Buttafuoco. That's right. Okay. Who was a married man. Right, 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 right. right. And, um, and she shot, shot Joey Buttafuoco's wife in the head when she answered the door. That's right. Good Lord. Those are some crazy stories, Jerry. Uh, yeah. That was all in the I feel like that was in the same era. The it's John about Wayne the same Bobbitt. time. Yeah, I would say so. Early 90s. And the Amy Fisher, would yeah. Would you say late 80s, early 90s? Yep. My God. Joey Buttafuoco. Where is he these days? He's still out there. God. Okay. He had an auto body shop on Long Island. Okay. And she was a customer, but he flirted with her. Yeesh. And she claims he told her to shoot his wife. He claims he never said such a thing. So and I think they jail. stayed together for a long time. You're kidding me. Though husband and wife. Oh, Mary Jo. Was that Mary Jo Botafuco. Hmm. That's some that, wild that stuff, some Jerry. Crazy circumstances in your life. That's some weird, wild stuff. Probably every day since they're saying, "Why can't we just be a normal family?" Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're normal aside from that one crazy day. <laughs> that one crazy. It is day weird though sometimes everything. how one crazy day changes everything. Change everything. Mm-hmm. No doubt. You get a little too enraged, yeah. like O.J. Simpson. Yes. And your and life one day changes on a dime. Right. Absolutely. That's why we always say, one day here, the next day, who knows? That's why I say, Jerry, enjoy every day. Yeah, no kidding. Live. Live like it's you your last. really should start taking some of your own advice. I should? I would. Just a little bit. Live Just a little it. bit. Live. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, maybe surprise Gina on a Wednesday night once. Live. Call her up. Here's what you do. Okay. Here's what you do. On a Wednesday morning around, let's say, 9.30 or at 10 o'clock, right after the show's over. Hey, hope your day's going well. We have reservations at 6 o'clock at her favorite restaurant. 6 o'clock, Jerry? 6 o'clock at her favorite restaurant. One time. Make it clear. This is not going to be an every week thing. But you know what? We've really gotten along well lately. It's been a good time. I figure let's go do something crazy. Let's go out on a Wednesday night. At 6. I can't believe I just said let's do something crazy and go out on a Wednesday night. At 6 o'clock. Very late. We're just not crazy at all. My God, it's what most human beings do, even with our hours. Quite frankly, Jerry, you sound nuts. I, but I would do that, and I bet you I could be wrong. Does she listen to this podcast? I don't. I'm not sure. Sometimes, sometimes not. Because I could be wrong, but you could. There could be some fun for you after it. All right. Because her mind will be blown that you're out there at six o'clock on a Wednesday night, right. And at her favorite restaurant, right? We'll probably for think no I'm, particular reason. I'm up to something, yeah. And how about this? Send her flowers. And uh, okay, yes, it's a lot, it's a big, but that's it. And then you lot. do it. You don't do it again for like six months. Okay. You know how you how you would make her day, right? Just saying. So you're saying, Jerry, live. I am live. Damn it, I am. Go out for dinner at six o'clock on a Wednesday. Grab life by the balls and live. There you go. This hey, is what Jerry. I'm telling you. Uh, here's what else you can do if you really want to live a life. Listen to the warm-up show. Uh, and we'll be back tomorrow is Friday? Tomorrow's Friday. Wow. Summer Friday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll have uh-huh. Yankee baseball to discuss, along with our usual fun stories for the warm-up show. The huge. Jerry, you go relax your uh, teeth that got drilled, and we'll see you tomorrow. Okay. So... 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't oh, suck. We say we do this. It is a Thursday morning sports returns tonight, although there was the NBA last night, but the Yankees are back tonight, so that's a good thing. We've got the Eddie Scazzeri in the control room, and his name across from me, about 15 feet or so, a little bit to my left. His name is Al Chris Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. I heard a caller to Sal uh, the, within probably the last half hour. Yeah. And the guy just goes like this when he gets on. Sal goes, uh, you know, whoever it is in whatever town. And the guy goes, who's your daddy, remember? So I was like, who's your daddy? What What are you talking about? I don't about? know. Sal had a tough time with the calls last night, this morning. I guess he was doing the who's your daddy, Pedro Martinez I guess. thing. Yeah. Maybe but, that was a call he did previously and he thought Sal would remember. Uh, yeah, who I get knows? that a lot when I'm screening calls. They'll be like, remember I was the guy who called Who's Your Daddy? No. No, we don't. Sorry. We don't remember. I know. I know. Sad. There was an daddy? issue with the calls last night yeah. to where people would be talking and then they'd just be gone. <laughs> and then with that <laughs> slight little delay and then Sal trying to figure it out, at one point he almost lost his mind again. Uh, and then, this was a weird one, he was in the middle of a good conversation with a guy where the guy got cut off. And it went right to another guy who was on hold going, hello, hey, hello. Who dis? Yeah, no, it was it was a weird, weird night for Sal. Who is your daddy? That was when Pedro Martinez was, uh, he was dominating the Yankees, and he, called, and he said to the Yankees that he's his, their daddy? Uh, the Yankees were his daddy. Were his daddy. Meaning, Correct. What does that even mean? I don't know. My daddy. I guess that they owned him. I don't know. That's a weird, I know what yeah. he means, like, I'm dominating the Yankees. No, it was the reverse. The Yankees were dominating Pedro Martinez. Yes, because yes. he said I'll call them. I'll call them my dad. Something like that. It's so confusing. Yeah. And then there's the podcast called "Call Her Daddy." I don't know what the daddy thing is. Jerry. Well, just call your dad, and you'll be fine. Hi, Dad. Right. You are my daddy. <laughs> and then where do we go? I could still call my mom mommy, but no, I you can't, can't. I can't call my dad daddy. You're 51. That should have ended when you were like. Yeah. Ten. I can't say that's my mommy. You can, but it's let's let's grow. What up. if in like a real conversation, an adult conversation, I go, you know, I called my mommy yesterday, and what she had to say about Well, you'd lose me at that. I don't know what else you would say because I would be trying to I wanna see my mommy, please. Right. Please. I was yeah, exactly. I wanna see my mommy. Jerry, I, we, another thing that happens all the time and we get it it's like nonstop and I heard some Phone calls on the overnight. Party I'll, all the time, Eddie Murphy. I'll get it. Uh, that is a great song. I'll get <laughs> it again today. If George were alive. <laughs> well, that's every day. You know why? But you know why? Why? Because Hal does nothing. Yeah, but. That's why. What if when what if if George were alive? What if he mellowed in age? What if he mellowed well, out? And he did. As he got older and was not feeling himself, he did mellow out, though he would still send out the missives, if they call Is yeah. that what they call them? The missives, Eddie, right? The statements with the Yankee... Um, Yankee emblem? Yeah, on the top of the page. Letterhead. be like, this is not acceptable, and we yeah. won't stand for this. And bl-. Even though at the end, he probably wasn't the one writing it. At least you still felt like 
there was someone that was at the top yeah. that was not going to stand for this. And we've gotten to a point, like, for instance, and I'm not saying what Hal said last week is right. Just because George did a lot of crazy things, they went a long time without winning. Yes. But there was a feeling of we're going to do everything and anything we can to win. And, you know, that's fine if you're going to be the opposite. The problem with that is they haven't won now in 12 years. But if George were alive today, Jerry. Well, if George were alive today, I would think Aaron Boone probably would have been fired. Brian Cashman would have been fired. Joe Girardi would have been let go before he was. Doesn't mean it was right. Doesn't mean it would have worked. I'm just telling you it would have been different. But what not what if he changed? Like my dad used to be nuts. He's completely mellowed You're out with right. age. What if my He'd what if be, he I think he would like be my 85 dad. right now if right. he was still alive. He'd I like, think what they're saying whatever. is if the young George Steinbrenner was running the was team or if Sal to Sal, wow. If Hal turned to be like his dad, you would have changes. Listen, I don't think he'd fire Aaron Boone mid game and then hire him three weeks later. But I think people Feel like there would be some let's go we got to do something and not be so damn stagnant that's what Yankee fans feel like this team is right now if you took over the Yankees and your dad was George Steinbrenner would you do you think you would have gone opposite of what he did or you would have done like somewhere in the middle yeah. I would not have been as uh, as hardcore just start yeah, firing everybody no I would not have done that but I also wouldn't lay back and be like the baseball people have got this as you are losing bad you know postseason series after bad postseason series at some point, you've got to change the dynamic. You wouldn't. Where was the? Who was the other Steinbrenner? There's Hank. Hal. Hank. He passed away. Well, there goes that idea. Yeah, Hank was the one, if I remember correctly, that brokered the A Rod deal in the middle of the World Series, the World Series or the playoffs, whatever. I believe Hank was the one that did that ten year deal with A Rod. Hmm. He seemed more like a George Steinbrenner yes. type. Yes, he was more. You know, we're going to make things happen here. Things are going to happen here, Jerry. And then after the A-Rod deal, I think they shushed him. Now, the Yankees get going again tonight against the Red Sox. How is it that we don't know who's starting for the Yankees yet? They, they haven't had, announced it. They had all week. I, I don't know the answer to that. I was Ooh. actually surprised when I saw, A, on your on your email. My show sheet, Jerry, my emailed show sheet. There was no one there. And I said, all right, fine. I'll go to my MLB.com slash schedule, as I always do. And I saw a TBD. TBD. So, okay. Then I went to the Yankee website and saw right. nothing. All right, I guess they. Have. And now I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of articles in terms of this series. Why, you know, I read the one article about how you could fix the Yankees, blah. But I haven't seen anyone that says who's starting. Why wouldn't know. it be Garrett Cole? I would think it would. Well, hold you think on, think it would be. When did Cole? It should be exactly because Cole didn't pitch on Sunday. So Saturday, yeah, actually, this would be Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. What? Yeah, it should be. This well, is let's his get fifth him day. out there. Yeah, I don't know. It should be Garrett Cole. But then again, it should be Jacob deGrom tomorrow night in Pittsburgh, and he's not pitching tomorrow night. Is that right? It looks like they're going to give him another day or two. Gosh. It looks like it's going to be Wa- is it Walker or Stroman, rather. Walker. Stroman, right. I think they're going to go Stroman, Walker, deGrom this weekend, I think. Well, he, they're giving him an extended rest. I, it, well, that's what it lo- doesn't mean that is what it's going to be. That's what it looks like. Maybe that's what the Yankees are doing with Garrett Cole. Maybe they're giving him an extra day off, and they'll throw someone else Maybe out there. Maybe they are. You could be right. Now, uh, the Red Sox are pitching Eduardo Rodriguez. Is he good, Jerry? He's okay. He's he's average. average. Yeah, he's probably, I would say he's right around, I didn't see his numbers. If I had a guess, I would say he's right around, probably a little better than 500, a couple games over. Okay. But they're a good team. Like, they are, you look at where they're at and where they were projected to be, and I think the projections would have had these two teams' records reversed. I don't think anybody expected anything out of the Red Sox this year other than like a 500-type season. Well, right now the Yankees are the team 
that are hovering around 500 and the, you know, the Red Sox are like, no, I don't think they're 20 games over, but they're close to it. Yankees are eight games out. What if George were alive today? Then what do you think? Uh, I think uh, for real, I think Aaron Boone would have been fired already. And so would have Brian Cashman. And who do you bring in? That's oh, I don't know. Going. the end. Someone said, where did I hear? Was it might've been Chris Moore. I don't remember who it was. Chris Moore. Yeah. Someone said, go, you know, pay the farm to get Theo Epstein. What's he doing? I believe he's working for MLB. He left the Cubs, and I think he's working for baseball, but I'm not 100% sure of that. But it was an interesting thought in that you've got a guy who was, you know, in charge of the Red Sox. You see what they did. He goes to the Cubs. You see what they did. I mean, if the those are two teams that never won. Right, but that's his legacy now. You, it you is. come back now and you fail, you look like a failure. Uh, you You'd know what? Like Phil After, Jackson. I disagree. After what he did with two teams that hadn't won in forever, his legacy is cemented. It's it's not an issue. When you think of Phil Jackson, do you think of his failure with the Knicks I or don't. his championships? No, I think I still think of him as the head yeah, coach of the too. Lakers. I don't even remotely think about what he did with it. He didn't do anything with the Knicks. Right. If, so, he, if he was on the bench as the coach and failed miserably... Yes. Maybe, but because of the position, it was team president. No, I, I don't actually. Plus, we'll think of your failures right away, but then uh, after that kind of fades away, we go right back to your legacy. Yeah, I mean, that's how I would do it. Well, let me ask you this if you had a guy, if you had a coach that came in and Bill Parcells came close, if you had a coach that came in and won the Super Bowl with the Jets, and then three years later, four years later, won the Super Bowl running the Browns. Would it matter after that what he did? No. Well, that's Theo Epstein. Legacy fulfilled. I mean, think about it. The Red Sox hadn't won since 1918, and the Cubs, in I don't even remember, won forever. And he won both places. So I th- I'm giving credit to Chris Moore. I don't know if it was him or not, but I did hear. It's an interesting thought. So if, if, they if he comes to the Yankees, Jerry, and they win, the Yankees are used to winning, but they've been down in the dumps of late. Yeah, they haven't been able to get over the top. They've had a lot of really bad playoff series losses. I was looking, I was uh, wanting to do some Yankee Met over-unders with you, Jerry. Oh, cool. So when I was looking at some of the stats, I was... Not great. Underwhelmed. Yes. Well, they... Again, the Yankees have underwhelmed all season, and I know the Mets are in first place, but... Eh. It's underwhelming. It is underwhelming. They're I, Because they're boring. They don't do anything. I want to be whelmed. I don't need to be overwhelmed, Jerry. You just, just want to be whelmed. I just want to be whelmed. Like, I look at some other team stats, I'm whelmed. And well, then individual me. stats for some players overwhelm. Yes. So we can do over-unders now or after the break? Uh, because... let's, I want to do it after the break because okay. I don't want to rush through my over-unders. I have a couple Mets over-unders, not a lot. Okay. A couple Yankees, not a lot. And then a couple Major League Baseball in particular players. Okay. Stars, Jerry. All right. Celebrities. Top of the food chain type guys. Over-unders as well. Oh, I like this. We're going to play a game. We're going to play over-unders. Now, this isn't Mike th- and Chris thing. This isn't Boomer and Geo over-under. No. But we're talking about tennis players, last name no. ends, and over. No, no, no. This okay. is actual over-unders, Jerry. Okay. Because, because when I looked at the stats, I was underwhelmed. Okay. Well, I can understand that. There's a lot of underwhelming stats in baseball, and the Mets have a lot of them, as do the Yankees. I actually enjoyed one of the guys, and I, I know it's going to be a theme because he's a left-handed power stick. This notion of the Yankees going out and getting Joey Gallo, which makes sense on some levels, but he also strikes out like Dave Kingman used to. Yeah, I love like Dave why King. would you want more of that though? Because I love Dave Kingman. Why you don't do, you? but you're not getting Dave Kingman out of retirement. He already played for the Yankees, as we found out. <laughs> He's not available. 
It was weird. Like the Yankees have a bunch of players in their history where you forget that these guys played with the Yankees. A lot of them. Yeah, like where they come in for like half a year. I'll give you one that I heard the other day that I totally forgot about. David Justice. Right. He his career was with the Braves and he like played with the Yankees. I, I forget about that. That he said in my ear, Jose Canseco. Yeah, oh sure. That's a lot of weird guys like yeah, that. Yeah, they had a lot of players at the very now I would say at the very end, but at the end. You know, that uh, became Yankees for you. Put the pinstripes on. Yeah. Once a Yankee, always a Yankee. All right, Jerry, let's do this then. After the break, over, under, Yankees, Mets, Major League Baseball stars. Okay, I like it. And you're a guy who follows MLB Network. You're a guy who's uh, over, under, picks we could, quote, unquote, take to the bank. Well, no, no, we're not taking anything to the bank. I will probably fail at this miserably, but we'll give it a try. Been coaching a lot lately, so I haven't watched as much as normal. The key, Jerry, is to set the over-under at a number that makes you think. Yes, for sure. So hopefully I've done that. And I will try to just whelm you. Try to. I don't need to be overwhelmed. I'll just try to whelm you. Just whelm me. If I go 500, I feel like I will whelm you. That will be whelming. Yes. I'm I'm smelling a t-shirt, by the way. Alan Jerry, whelming. Well, I was going to (laughs) say, just whelm a baby. (laughs) Just whelm, baby. Do it in the Raider. Uh, the Raiders. In the, the font. Yeah, silver and black. That, by the way, whelm. that's not a bad shirt. Just whelm, baby. <laughs> Maybe. We'll talk about it. Get Jess on the line. All right, it's quarter after five, just getting started. Um, Al is not going to tell you about his condo because he's finally, I mean, he is. he has realized that it is enough about him. So we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we will play. Uh, it's Alan Jerry's over under. Over under. Over under, exactly. And then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Jerry, keto-friendly and GMO-free. All right, rocking it back early 80s style, little minute work, 523. On a Thursday as we were barreling our way towards this four-game Yankee Red Sox series, it has been, I mean, we are chock full of news today. It is going to be awesome. But I'm excited because we've got like a, a game we're playing now. Keep this going, Eddie. I, got, I picked this on purpose. Ready, Jerry? It goes like this. And she said, Now it's time for over, under... That's it? Over under. Oh, okay. I thought you, you were going to sing more. Doing? No, I don't know. You got to come up with some lyrics for that. Now it's time for over under. You better run. All right, let's do over under, Jerry. <laughs> yes. By the way, Zach is back, so we can start doing like production for these uh, oh. buzz, no buzz, over under. Okay. Well, so, when I only think of them right before. Super Z. Right before we go on, it probably doesn't give them a lot of leeway. Probably not, but uh, we can be ready for next time. All right, Jerry. Uh, I did go through some Yankee statistics. I was underwhelmed. underwhelmed. So I'm going to give you some over unders based on where we are right now at the midway point. All right. I like this. So let's do Yankee over unders first, Jerry. I only have a couple of them. All I'm right. not going to overwhelm you with these. Yeah. Right now, as we sit here on July the 15th, Aaron Judge has 21 home runs, under. Jerry. 21. You're taking under 21 home runs? I He's am. already got, you know, he has 21. No, he has 21. Runs. I thought he had 19, actually. He has 20. You were, t- <laughs> were going to take under 21 home runs if he had 19? 
Yeah, I thought you were setting the over under at twenty one. I thought no, he had no, nineteen. No. You would. St- I'm so confused. If you were setting, I thought you were setting the over under. Okay. Does Aaron Judge have over or under twenty one home runs? I thought he had nineteen, so I was going to take the under. Oh no no no! This isn't a quiz. Oh, I thought you were asking me questions. No, no, no. We're doing over-under. I'm giving you the oh. current stats, Jerry, and I'm going to ask you for the rest of the season. Oh, I see. Over, this is a true over-under, I Jerry. Thought you were, I thought you were quizzing me. I wasn't me. quizzing you. You watch MLB Network. I know. That's fine. You know way too much about baseball. All right, so let's go. Okay. So, Jerry, let's start over. Over-under. And scene. Aaron Judge right now has 21 home runs. Under. As, <laughs> as, as we sit on July 15th. Yes. I'm going to set the over-under. For Aaron Judge, home runs at 37. I will take over. I thought you were going to set really? it at 40. Yeah, I'll take the over. So you're going to, you think he's going to have, he's going to have to hit, let me do the math on this, Jerry, 16 Eight. home runs. Yes. Throughout the rest of the season. Sure. So you're going to take the over. On I that. think Aaron Judge is capable of hitting 16 home runs in 10 days. Wow. Now, he's not going to, but I'm saying okay. like he gets on tears like that. So yes, I would say I would if I could make that bet. I would make, if I go to BetMGM, I would make that bet. So this is a take it to the bank, Jerry over under. Yes, I and would, Aaron Judge will hit over thirty seven. Barring runs. injury, well, that's what it, this all counts. Well, I can't injury. No, but you're saying shoot in basing in saying the over, you're predicting he will not be injured enough to not hit the home runs. I'm going to say over. I'm still going to okay. say over. Jerry, a Giancarlo, Giancarlo Stanton right now has. 15 home runs. That's terrible. 15 home runs, which is terrible and is terrible. pathetic, as under. you were about to say. Under. I'm going to set the over-under for Giancarlo Stanton's home run total at 27. Oh, over. 27? 20. If Giancarlo seven. Stanton doesn't hit more than 27 <laughs> home runs, then you know what? Buy out whatever you got to buy out and trade him. Well, but what good is he? We're only at 15 right You're now. You're only paying him to hit home runs. I, I know. know that, but it's... Uh, oh, God. Stanton! You can sit on my face! 27 home runs from John Carlos Stanton, who doesn't even play the field. Right. Useless. <laughs> that useless. There's nothing else. Sit on your own face. 27 home runs. So if he hits Holy under Jesus. 27, Jerry, what you're saying to him is sit on your own face somehow. Yeah, somehow. He's flexible. Yes. He probably could do it. Be bendy and sit on your own face. Sit on your own think face. About, think about what we're saying here for yes. a second. And I Don't. know it's 15 home runs, and I know where we are in the year. I get it. He's also been injured, too. But, but he's making 20, I think it's $27 million this year. He doesn't play the field. So that's a million dollars a home run, Jerry. I mean, you got to go for at least mid to high 30s. You would think, Jerry, but he's only at 15. 27. Over, over, over. All right. Now, I know wins and losses for pitchers, Jerry. mean jack squat crap. Isn't what it used to be. It's nothing. It really is nothing. But it's somewhat something because I have an over under for it. Garrett Cole right now on July 15th has nine wins, Jerry. Nine Who's wins. closing games? Who's closing games? Yeah. I don't know. He's not pitching nine innings every game. He did the last time out. He did Great. He might do that the rest of the year. We not a chance. We don't know that. Not a chance will he be allowed to do that. Garrett Cole with nine wins on July 15th. Jerry, I've set the over-under win total for at 15 games. Okay. You don't care either way. Uh, what's option C? There's no C. Give me. I, here's just a, a over. Under. Here's a better over under. Okay. ERA. And I say it because of the whole sticky stuff. Yeah. And he's been slightly different, although great in Houston. 
I'd rather an ERA, an ERA over-under. Because I can't. The wins and losses thing is like. Mm. I have an ERA over-under for Jacob DeGrom. I don't have one set, Jerry. The the the, the sports book here has not set the over-under. They set a win total, even though it may not mean anything. He's got nine wins right now, halfway. I mean, how many starts is he going to get? 15 how many games total. have they played That's so only six far? more wins he needs, Jerry. Yeah, I understand. He, I understand that, but you it's follow? not. But it's not just what he does. Right. That's the problem. So if I look at the Yankees today, Bobby yes. D, where the July fifteenth, yes. Jerry, twenty twenty one, are sitting today at what's their record? They have they played. They've played eighty nine games, and so they got sixty two and eleven. They've got seventy three games left, divided yep. by five. That's so almost going to get something. 14 starts. Yeah. Roughly. I only need six wins, Jerry. I only need six wins out of 14 starts. I know that, but you, he's going to lose some. But he, there's gonna be, he's going to come out of games 1 1. There's going to be no decisions. Right. There's going to be blown chances yeah. by the bullpen. This is what makes this game so difficult, oh, Jerry. Oh, man. This is what makes over under the game show that's sweeping the nation. I am going to say under. Ooh. All and right. I, I'm going to say he's going to go 5 and 2 the rest of the way. Uh, now I'll go five and three the rest of the way, and I'll have four no decisions. Hmm. That's a rough one, Jerry. That concludes over-under for the Yankees. Let me okay. quickly switch over to the Mets. I like this. All right, here we go. The polar bear, Pete Alonzo, has 17 home runs, as we sit here on July 15th. Yeah. I've said the over-under at 32. All right, so I feel very confident that Pete Alonzo is going to play every day. I'm going to say over. Meanwhile, the other day he hit seventy-four home runs. So if you just do the math, <laughs> he did that one day. One day. I thought you were going to set the over/under at one thousand four hundred and thirteen. <laughs> so the over/under I'm setting at thirty-two home runs. I'm going to take the bear. over. That seems fair. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to say he's going to end up in the mid-thirties. So you think he's going to hit more home runs than he's hit in the first? Half. I do. Yeah, okay. I've been I've been underwhelmed by Alonzo so far this season. Right. I think he will. He really hasn't had that two-week stretch yet. Where he inflates the numbers. I think he will at some point here. So, so far out of three home run hitters, you've taken the over every time. I have. You have. Now, let's see where you go on this one. I know he's not a home run hitter. Francisco Lindor, the big the big Mets free agent signing. Yes. Right now, he sits at only uh, 11 home runs. Yeah. As we sit here on July 15th, Jerry. I've set the over under at 19 home uh, runs. All right, so I'm going to take the under on this one. You're going to take the under? I am, yes. You think he's not going to hit eight more home runs? No, I do, but I can't go over on everybody. You don't want to go over and on everybody. And he's had the worst season. Okay. So I will say under, but I do think his batting average is going to come up. Yeah, that's too complicated for over-under for me. Now, Jerry, let's go to Mets pitcher Jacob DeGrom. Hi, my name is Jacob DeGrom. Okay. He's got an ERA right now of 1.08. Yeah. 1.08. I've set the over-under for his ERA at 1.6. Oh, under. Wow. I would, have said the over, I would have said the over-under right where it is. No, because that's... Does a, he stay the same? Is he no, worse? He, is he better? Yeah, well, I can tell you this. If he if he ends up with an ERA in the twos, he's had a bad second half. Right. So well, I will say... What about even in the 1.5s? Well, it means he's not doing right. quite as well as he was. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm still going to say under. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say he's going to finish the season, and we're going to say 1.4. All right. Jerry, let's talk about Major League Baseball... Big-time hitters. I've set three over-unders to conclude the over-unders, and this all involves home-run hitters. Yeah. Otani has 33 home runs. That's a lot, Jerry. That's uh, 75 here with the over-under? That's a lot. (laughs) He has 33 home runs right now. I've set the over-under totals, Jerry, at 59. 
That's you know, it's funny. In my head, I thought you were going to go sixty. No, that I'm not. I'm going to say I'm going to say under. Really? I am. Yes. Under fifty. I'm going to go under fifty nine. Yes. I think the pace is going to slow down. It will be more consistent. Mm-hmm. We'll go Otani low fifties. All right. Which is still a hell of a season. Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. He has 28 home runs right yeah. now, Jerry. That's less than Otani, if you're doing the math. I've set the over-under at home runs for Tatis Jr. at 51. Over. 51 home runs. You're giving him the over. Over. I've got a very similar, in fact, exactly the same situation for Vlad Guerrero Jr. He also, like Tatis, has 28 home runs, so I've set his over-under at 51 home runs also. That's a good one. Thank you, Jerry. That's a good over under. An over under. I'm going to over geez, under. Do I go over on that too? 28. So he's got to hit 24. I'm, I'm, I'm Actually, over, yeah, over, 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 over. Okay. Over. And that concludes Alan Jerry's over under. I know. We need some production. Yeah, that's not great production. I like your shirt, by the way. ACDC with the I heard an ACDC song yesterday. It was awful. I don't know. It was on the radio and it was awful? Yeah, it was on uh, satellite, yes. Uh, I got They have th- a lot of great songs. Call Me Joanne? I don't know what that is. Well, Joey, I, I'll I'll find it during the break. And then I'll play it coming it out of break, ter- Jerry. It we're wasn't gonna play. good. So on the other side, here's a tease, a terrible ACDC song. <laughs> <laughs> or Back in Black. You don't know. <laughs> no. So you got to stick with us to find out. Back in Black's too generic. Everyone plays that. Everybody loves it, though. We're going to play the bad ACDC song. Like I play, I actually play that for the eleven-year-olds when they're on the field. Back in black, yeah. And while they don't like, they really don't like classic rock or rock in general anymore. They like that song though because they know it because it's in cart, it's in like uh, movies and stuff. When I was in junior high, back back in black was the devil. Everyone thought that was devil music. No kidding. ACDC had something to do with. Everybody thought everything with heavy metal was had to do with the devil. You know what's funny is even I heard Judas. I haven't heard the song in a long time. Breaking the law. They sing devil music, Jerry. But you know what's funny about that? I'm driving and I'm listening to it. And I'm like, this is heavy metal. Yeah. I actually feel like I could listen to that on CBS FM right now. Yes. Well, it was '80s heavy metal. I but it's I know, but come on, that's not heavy. I mean, it is by theory, but yeah. that song is not. Anything nuts. Jerry, if it wasn't heavy metal, then why was Rob Halford wearing leather? <laughs> a sexual liaison. <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's take a break. Leather. Full it's leather outfits. 25 Turbo and 26. Boomer and Geo. It is going to be an action-packed show. It's a Thursday, which means you're close to the weekend, and that's kind of cool, and so are you, and we're coming right back on The Fan. Al and Jerry. Fresh and organic, and no antibiotics Ever. Now, this is the song coming back, the ACDC song. What did I say it was? A whole lot of... Uh, Rosie. Yeah. This also, I was caught when I first heard this. I thought it was The Offspring. Do you know the song I'm talking about? I do, yeah. Very similar. But we've talked about this. How many different riffs can you have? Right. There's only a certain number of chords, Jerry. See, I didn't like it because you can't hear him. You're not a fan of this song. I like it musically. It's okay, but Lear, like I can't hear him enough. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't care for. It. I'm sure I get yelled at by some ACDC fans. I feel like if I had a fight in the UFC, I could use this coming into the ring. I'd be all pumped up, ready to. I like ready it for to anything. Throw down with some dudes. That would be a good. Over, I want to see song. my mommy, please. We or could start over under with that. Or if I needed to see my mommy at some point, I'd I, probably play that. I also didn't realize. I've told you, Big Balls is one of my favorite songs of yeah. all time. Like, I forget anybody. I, I just love that. I didn't know they had a song called "She's Got Balls." 
So they they were like, you know, it was a popular song by ours, Big Balls. What if we did another ball song? Well, they did. I don't know which one came first, but um, I was looking at the I think list. Big Balls came first. So yeah. So then they went with the She's Got Balls. I don't know that song. I don't know that one either. Must be a deep. Must be a deep cut. It and might be. Like, listen, we need one more song to fill this album. We've got no ideas left. Think they were talking about Rosie? Rosie. Maybe. She's got balls. She's got balls. Hey, real quick. Yeah. Would you believe, I, I just find this kind of neat. Like, it's kind of cool that we work with Boomer and We grew up watching him. Very cool. I've always told you the story about the young kid golfer that I golfed with in Florida. Remember the kid he turned pro? Yes. He's leading the British Open right now. What is his name? Sam Horsefield. I don't know why. That just, he was I, a child when you played uh, he, Yeah, golfing? he was, I would say he was, he was nine or ten years old, max. Really? And I told you the story. I played with my, my, me and my brother and my dad were on a golf trip in Orlando, just the three of us. We played in the morning, and then I would always go out for a second round, usually with my father and my brother would go in for lunch. On this day, my dad played an extra nine with me. I kept going, so I go to ten, and they paired me up with this kid and his dad come. I'm like, oh, come on. So the dad's like, hey, I hope you don't mind us joining. We just want to play eight or nine holes. We live locally. I'm like, oh, fine, whatever. And in my head, I'm like, I'll let the kid play, and then I'll just go off on my own. So I go up, and I hit a tee shot, 250, right down the middle. I'm like, yeah, take that kid. And I noticed the kid's playing on the white tees, not the junior tees. I looked at his dad. I'm like, he doesn't want to move up. He goes, no, he's fine. And he bombs a ball 30, 40 yards past mine. I'm like, what the hell was that? And I remember I struggled to like a six on the hole. It was a par four. He made three. He beat me, and he played the whole nine with me. I think I shot like 46, 47, something like that. And if I, I have the scorecard somewhere, I believe he shot a four under 32. See, now I got I my always, ass kicked by this kid. <laughs> I'm always worried about having a kid because what if the kid becomes a serial killer? But what, what if my kid becomes a professional golfer? And can really play. Oh, that would be awesome. So, yeah, so I came in this morning. And I've always tracked him from time to yeah. time. I would just Google search his name. And I came in this morning. I saw the British Open leaderboard. Sam Horsfield, minus two. That's unbelievable. First place. I'm like, damn. You should have got a photo with that kid. That I should have. Cool. I should have. But you know what? This was probably 12, 13, 14 years yeah. ago. I don't think I was taking photos on my phone like that. Yeah, no. That's the bad thing. So many great experiences that I never had a camera. For. Right. Mine started in 2014, all the pictures. I mean, we have we have pictures, but it's not different. No, it's not. Like, I, I look at years back, like, probably, I'll say when I was 12 years old, there's probably two pictures of me. Isn't that something? Yeah. And now you've got two pictures from the 5 o'clock hour. <laughs> yeah, I'm just out in here snapping selfies, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, most of the the news today, like, the actual fresh sports news is all, like, depressing, bad uh, violence. Yeah, you got Haskins, Sherman, and Bauer. Not good. So let's go in in quickly order. The the Bauer, uh, Trevor Bauer leave has just been extended again now to July twenty seventh. Right, which I think is next to a week from Tuesday. A so week you, from Tuesday. So right. it's a little less than two more weeks. Yeah. Then Dwayne Haskins, who's now on the Steelers, right? Yeah. He was injured by his wife in Las Vegas in a hotel. Earlier this month, but it just came out yesterday. She's accused of punching him in the mouth and knocking out a tooth. Yeah. My goodness. I mean, that is a... You know why they were they were in Vegas? You know why? Uh, to renew their vows, I saw. Whoops. Now, they have <laughs> since... Everything's well. fine. Everything's I fine. Saw, he lost a tooth. It, well, it was last month. This week, she or he posted on Instagram that they have renewed their vows and everything's going great. That night, not so great. Now, did you see the details as to why she punched him in the mouth? I did not. 
they were there. They brought friends and family. So they, the celebration, renew vows. Woohoo, going to Vegas. Uh, apparently, he and his friends did not wait for her and her friends. They were at a show. They were going out to another show together. Apparently, they didn't wait for the ladies. So she punched them in the so mouth? So when they got done doing what they were doing, they were looking for their guys. Their guys took off without them. So that's the that's how the story reads. Wow. And when they tracked them down, she punched them in the face. Punched them in the face hard enough to knock out his tooth. There's got to be more going on there. My you don't just gosh. punch someone in the face because they left a little early. And they were there renewing their vows. And they weren't. And it's not like he left with a woman. Right. Or he left with friends and left her alone. He wasn't at the chicken ranch or whatever it's Though called. She was with her Bunny friends. Ranch. Right. They all left, according to the story. But they're good now. Oh. All right. They're when you fine. had that horrendous experience on the cruise ship. Yeah. <laughs> was there a, Did she punch you? She never punched me in the mouth, no. She just told she you just how much kept, she couldn't stand you. Yeah, and she kept packing her bags every <laughs> port. Well, I don't know why I find that story so funny. Uh, because it's years my, and years and years yeah, ago. Yeah, so many years ago, Jerry. Right. Everyone's moved on. So we're past the point. That's yeah. funny, though. Yeah, So, but but I kind of felt like it was, it was for show because she would pack her bag while we were at sea. And then she told me when we got in the port, she was leaving. Did you ever at one point say, so are you going or not? Yes, oh, of course. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I was offering to pay for the flights. <laughs> oh, it was a disaster. Yeah, no, that sounds like a blast of a trip. Sometimes, sometimes those pictures come up on uh, Google, uh, you know, your Google photos like 16 what years ago. What year was this? Uh, this had to be uh, 2000 and... Uh, Seven or eight, maybe? Six. So you were uploading photos to the cloud back then. Not to, not back then, but when I uploaded to the cloud, I took all my pictures, oh, I see. all my digital photos. Oh, right, because right, right, right. You but I'm sure I had it on. A, yeah, I'm sure I had it on a digital camera. Well, think about how phone. much money you spent that week, right, <laughs> for a trip to basically be yelled at all week and threatened for the breakup, and that she's going to leave you on an island. It started out so nicely too, like the first photos. You know, when you're first getting on the. How ship could it not? <laughs> you're starting on a, a Caribbean cruise. If it starts badly, don't even go. Yeah, and then it just did it. it How it quickly? A, it took a turn. When? I don't know. I don't remember. It's so long ago. I did really you at don't least remember. get a day or two out of it? Of uh, pleasantries? Yeah, yes. probably. Yes. Probably the first day was nice. <laughs> <laughs> Middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> and it turned ugly. Man, that sucks. The other big story today, though, Jerry, is that Richard Sherman had a had a. Uh, a bit of a day for himself yesterday. Sounds like he had a breakdown is what it sounds like. It does like. sound like he had a breakdown. And they say he was also uh, drinking. A lot, according yeah. to one story, yeah. So he, uh, Richard Sherman, was booked and is being investigated for burglary domestic violence, which is a felony charge. Uh, it, then he was also connected to an earlier hit and run that day. Where he where he uh, hit another car and then it was in a construction zone, I believe. Yeah, and then took off. Yeah, no one was hurt, but the construction workers are the ones that called the cops because whatever happened happened in the construction zone, and then everything the way that story reads, they were, like he didn't, die, you know, because you hear domestic violence. He did not attack his wife or anything like that. It was he was belligerent and yelling and screaming at the front door of his wife's parents' house. And he was, they said, trying to get into the house. Uh, yes, and was also, according to her 911 call, I think it was her 911 call, 
threatening to kill himself. Yes. So he wasn't, again, I don't want to make it sound like he was, you know, going after her and the kid. It was nothing like that. It was more he was out of his mind and in a bad state. I guess it says he was eventually apprehended with the help of a canine dog. Yeah, because he so supposedly he was very cooperative, but then when they informed him they were putting him under arrest, he turned his back on the cops and started taking off. Is that right? And so they let the canine chase them down. Yes. Does the canine just grab you and I don't tackle know. you? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I've never, I don't know. I've never seen that. Yeah. Well, I'm I've seen sure. it in the police videos where they're the training videos, but the the person training the dog has that big puffy thing on their arm so that the dog doesn't hurt them. Mm. But if you're just running and the dog, it's got to grab you by something. Well, it must have grabbed him by the leg because he ended up in the hospital for last night. Not, not serious, according to the police, uh, but a couple lacerations on the leg. Yeah. So maybe that's what they do. I don't know. Maybe they scratch and claw. But I don't know. So don't know. T- he had two incidents in one day. Yeah. Then uh, the person, there was a, another person involved taking a lot of heat, the 911 operator. Yeah, because she had no patience, and she wasn't very... It was uh, a woman I didn't even realize. I didn't, yeah, and she wasn't very comforting. She wasn't very comforting. No. I was looking at some of the quotes from the 911 operator. We'll play operator. them this morning. We oh, have you got them. them. Yeah, we have them. So you know it is a woman. Yeah, yeah. That's a rough job, the 911 operator. You would know. I would be terrible at it. Yes. I'm good at calling 911. Right, but you, you've dealt with 911. I've dealt with 911 operators. How many times? Oh, and you're watching under. this happen? I am. I am. Over, under. How many times Al's called 911? I'll set the over, under at four and a half. Mm. That's a good question. I know I called the 911 for the dog. I've called 911 twice for fires I saw on Route 78 That's on my way That's three already. I called 911 because someone was roaming around my parking lot That's in four. Baskin Ridge. We're very Those close right to the over-under. The... We'll give you the oh, answer. No, and then I called 911 on uh, three teenagers walking around a parking lot. It's over. <laughs> Five times Al's called 911. Most will never call it in our lives. Five times. All right. I have them on the way. Okay. 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 All right. Well, we're okay. going to take a quick break. Okay. And then when we come back, we'll get you to Boomer and Gio at the top of the hour. Right now, Amy Lawrence on an Odyssey Sports Minute on Giannis. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Bucks win, Yankees, Red Sox tonight. You got 10 seconds to go. I see Bum Phillips is going into the ring of honor, Jerry, but for the Titans, not the Oilers. We need the Oilers back in the NFL. We need coaches wearing. The Astrodome is gone. We need coaches wearing cowboy hats. I like the coaches wearing suits. And suits, fedoras. I miss that. Something. We are New York Sports, oh, The Fan, WFAN and WFAN-FM, New York. An Odyssey station.